My next guest is a Fresno State University graduate, repping Kappa Alpha Psi. He's a businessman, an entrepreneur. He is part owner in Cocky's Bar and Grill in downtown Fresno. My guest today is the one, the only, Michael Smith. How's it going, Michael Smith? It's going pretty good. How's it? How does life treat you so far in this in this pandemic? Uh, it's been a, a roller coaster ride for sure. Yeah, that's 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 everybody, man. Especially I know you being a business owner, man. I know it's tough right now. Absolutely. Yeah, so, so let's start from the beginning. What um what brought you to to Fresno? Uh, what brought me to Fresno? I'm originally from uh, San Jose, California, and um, uh, was college. Now Fresno was my only choice uh, for college that I chose. That was in California. I originally applied to all HBCUs. I got accepted. I got accepted to all of them, but my mom said the out-of-state fees were too high for her. She couldn't afford it, and she asked yeah, me. They, yeah, they hike up the prices on when you, you when you out of state. <laughs> right. So uh, she asked me what schools that I applied to in California. I just randomly chose Fresno. I don't even have a reason why I applied to Fresno. I just did, and so that's why I ended up here. Okay. And uh, how was that experience for you? Uh, Going to Fresno State, uh, other than the SBCU or HBCU, <laughs> um, I don't know what it's like to go to HBCU, but um, I had a friend that was going to Morehouse. Uh, he's a year older than me, and um, and he was telling mm-hmm. me all the 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 oohs and ahs of the HBCU. Uh, so I wasn't really super excited to go to Fresno State per se, but I was excited to get away from home. And uh, do something different. Yeah, get that little bit of freedom and, and find your niche in this world. Absolutely. So at Fresno State, how was those experiences for you? Like uh, just attending the attending the school. Fresno State was a was a movie. It was it was a movie. It was a movie, <laughs> man. Nobody believed in the stories I have to say, but uh, it was definitely it was definitely. Uh, Entertaining, um, fun for sure. And uh, if I could do a segment of my life all over again, it would be my years at Fresno State. Mm. Yeah, because y'all was y'all was doing your thing at Fresno State, especially uh, the Kappas. I know you uh, a Kappa fraternity member. So how how did you uh, decide to do that? Um. What drove my decision towards Kappa was uh, I had a a barber that was a Kappa when I was in San Jose when I was uh, when I lived in San Jose and growing up there and my um, my friend that went to uh, Morehouse he was interested in Kappa Kappas also but he he's a year older than me so he was a little bit more in depth and he was telling me about it then uh, one night the was in two thousand. They um, marched through the dorms, or 2001, marched through the dorms. 
like when they were pledging, and then when I saw that, it was over. I was I was all in. I was like, I want to be oh, one. I want to be one of those guys. <laughs> yeah, I should see y'all at the clubs and stuff. I said, man, that's that's the coolest thing ever. Y'all in there shimmying through the crowd and doing y'all thing. Yeah, um, it was it was definitely a process to get to to earn those letters. But um, there was a lot of influential people that were in my frat and and mentors and whatnot that were part of this chapter that that helped me make some good decisions. Yeah, y'all like this. Yeah, y'all like the brotherhood. I be seeing like uh, a lot of you guys stay connected on through the through social media and stuff. And y'all do a lot of a lot of business together. Uh, yes, we do. It's like yeah, y'all do a lot of business together. What was your uh, major going in uh, at Fresno State? My major at Fresno State was uh, business with an emphasis in marketing. I graduated from okay. Fresno State in two thousand six. So did that help you uh, with the clubs? Uh, yeah. So upon joining the fraternity, they were already doing parties once or twice a semester, and and when I was when I joined, they were doing the parties at the Satellite Student Union. I know. Yeah, I heard about those. Yeah, ones. I'm dating myself because <laughs> that was a long time ago. <laughs> um, yeah, a long time ago. So I got the game from them for sure, but uh. Um, I saw that there was a there was more of a need for that type of entertainment more than twice a semester. The semester is usually three months, so yeah. I ventured out and started doing it on my own. Um, and so that turned out to be very successful for me. Yeah, y'all was uh, cause the first time I got introduced to one of your parties, it was at the the Star Palace. Oh yeah, Star Palace. Yeah. Yeah, the Star Palace, and y'all had DJ Noop on the ones and twos. Man, and y'all I'm talking about like <laughs> 2005, 2006, right? Yeah, yeah. The hyphy, the hyphy movement. Yeah, so yeah, that's that's uh, that was probably like my second or third party. I, I got up, I got it over there. I had threw a party at uh, John John Grand Central Station. That was I don't even remember what year that was, but that was my first party outside a capital that I threw. Um, so those parties taught me a lot about myself, money, business, uh, dealing with people and personalities, um, yeah. and how to manage manage a stressful situation and come out on top. Yeah, that's good right there, cause man, that but that transitioned into a to a whole nother level now, and from now you out of that life, everybody that was in that era is now adults now and now now you provide a different kind of entertainment for them yeah so uh uh probably around 2010 2011 i mean how was i was like 28 20 and about 27 28 and uh and you feel like you're getting kind of old maybe because i've been doing the party thing for about 10 years Mm mm-hmm so uh, I decided to uh, uh, open a restaurant, but I, in the back of my head, I thought that we were going to have a club on, like, club during the week, Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, whenever I can get a club together yeah, and sell food in the daytime. In theory, that sounds like it's going to work out fine, but people want to know if you're a club or a restaurant versus trying to do both. 
Yeah. So um, uh, it was it was doing okay for like the club was doing okay for a while, but nobody was really eating. But we didn't really care because we wanted to make that that uh that club money. But eventually, um, we had to kill the club um and concentrate on our food because that is a lot more easier to uh, develop than trying to be a trendy club every week. Yeah, yeah, that's that's um that's a process so, right there. Right. In the club in the club environment, the the demographic, they wanna go what's the latest and the greatest. Yeah. It's hard to, it's hard to keep up with that movie. You gotta constantly spend money just to make a little money back. Right. And uh with food you can concentrate on being uh food and nobody's not gonna look for the trendiest food place. They're just looking for the food place that tastes good all yeah. the time. Yeah. That's Consistency. What we, uh, right. Uh we concentrated on that um, by scrapping our recipes and starting from scratch, and it's uh, it's been working out for us. And uh, that's back back when y'all was uh, based out of the smokehouse. Then y'all ended up changing the name to Cockies. How did the name Cockies come along? So uh, the smokehouse actually went out of business in November of two thousand ten. Okay, and so. Um, we, uh, opened up in August of 2011 and the name Cockies came about, uh, we, um, we were actually brainstorming the whole, so one day, actually this is a little bit of a, a little bit of a story. So one day I was in a, I was in a barbershop or something. Somebody was asking me a question like, like, what are y'all going to do? I had a party coming up. He's like, what y'all going to do a little bit later? And I was like, man, I'm thinking about opening up a a restaurant slash club. And I did I did like a Excel spreadsheet and it took me about 30, 45 minutes to figure out. Mm-hmm. And the guy I was talking to was supposed to invest in it. He ended up not investing in it. But uh um so when I came up with that Excel spreadsheet, James, my business partner and I were at the house just brainstorming them with names and cocky stood out. And uh, we split it with a K because we're in a fraternity, yeah. Kappa Alpha Psi. And then uh, we opened up probably after I did that Excel spreadsheet, probably like six months later. So, uh, um, yeah, we got the – James was actually four years younger than me, so he was – I had the keys to that spot at 28, and he had him at 24. Yeah, young, um, young, young entrepreneur. Right, <laughs> right, being African-American, it was – it was. It was still. Sometimes you had to pinch yourself. Like I can't believe we got the keys to this spot. Yeah, y'all, y'all was. To be honest, y'all was ahead of y'all time when when other cats were still out there trying to party and have a good time. And y'all was making business moves at at a young age, like trendsetters. To be honest, that's what everybody's doing now. Which I was doing this back in 2010, 2011, even earlier than that, 2000, back when you was in college. Right, and uh, so it wasn't really a. Uh, it wasn't really no lit path for us, um, so we had to create a, a create our own path, and um, and yeah, it was a lot of uh, learning. It was a big learning curve because there was nobody that you could reach out and say, "Hey, how did you guys do this when you guys did that?" Because nobody else was doing it, and no, or nobody else was successful at it. So uh, we yeah. had there was a lot. There was a huge learning curve, i.e., that James and I had never been. 
in the restaurant business. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 new, especially downtown. Before it was the downtown we know today. I was downtown when it was a ghost town. Yeah, it was straight up a ghost town, and uh, so you had to get creative to get people downtown. And uh, so it's it's still a it's still a ongoing uh, 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 battle to get people to come downtown, especially now that uh, the pandemic hit. Yeah, so that was that was another big old wow. What else is gonna happen? Yeah, y'all y'all overcoming adversity, right? <laughs> yeah, so that pandemic hit. And and none of us, I'm not sure who thought it was going to be serious besides the people in the top of the government. But I'm like, uh, yeah. we're the United States. We're not going to shut down because we never shut down. We always figure it out. And this time we didn't figure it out. So we yeah, had a, it's still going. <laughs> right. Uh, in the beginning, we shut down for like three, four months. And then we opened up again and shut back down and opened up again and shut back yeah. down. And we opened up again. And we just said, we're just going to, it was a pain uh, getting everybody back online, including employees, vendors, getting a food chain supply back on deck. Um, so we just said, we're just going to stay open and, and ride it out until we can't yeah. ride it out no more. So uh, we're still open. We're still, we're still alive and kicking. Yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all getting, y'all getting it going, man. That's my, my go-to wing spot. Because y'all was the first. Y'all was the first to really put the wings on the map. Besides Wingstop, y'all, y'all put the wings on the map. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Then I remember when I first went in there, you had the the first time I ever went in there, you had the uh, the size of the chicken wings. Oh yeah, on yeah. The, on a pamphlet that that tripped me out. They said this is what you gonna get at Wingstop. This is what you gonna get at uh, Buffalo Wild Wing. But this is what you gonna get at Cocky. The whole little. I said, damn, that looked like a dang baby arm. Right, right, right. <laughs> we had to come in the game doing something a little different. <clears throat> There's definitely a, a lot of adversity downtown. Uh, being uh, young and young and black back then, I remember short little story. We were, I was working. It was a Friday, like probably like five, six in the afternoon. I had some food in my hand. And I was getting ready to drop off a. I played a food and this police officer comes in and he asked me, do you guys have a, a, a liquor permit? I'm like, you think I would open up a whole restaurant? My liquor, I have a, a shelf full of liquor and not have the yeah. proper documentation <laughs> to sell it. Yeah. That's just, that's just a, a, a Michael, uh, a story of a bunch of stories that dealt along yeah, those lines, imagine. but yeah, we came, we overcame a lot of a lot of issues and problems. Um, and it's 2021. This year will be our 10 year anniversary in uh, August. Okay, I don't know do what so big for it. Y'all gonna it's gonna be virtual, or hopefully we can get it right. So I don't know what <laughs> COVID is gonna allow us to do. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's gonna be ten years, and it's uh, that sound like that sound like that need to be a week long event, like Juneteenth or something. I need to. It might be. That's a good <laughs> idea. But man, yeah, yeah. it's ten <laughs> years. Comedy show different. in there, some karaoke, yeah. right? 
We did all of it. We should. Yeah, all the stuff we tried over the years to keep the doors open. Yeah, y'all, y'all did it. Y'all gave y'all gave the black community a voice, man, to come in there and on any any night of the week if you want to do some karaoke or you did business with Feather doing the comedy. I know I performed up there one time, twice. Uh, yeah, we did business with Feather. We got the live band. Yeah, that's that's my favorite night. Right, the live band the was live a good band. night to come out and chill. Especially uh, for uh, grown-ups, the grown and sexy, man, just to come out and have a good time, man. That's In Fresno, that's a, that's a, a good event right there. Right, exactly. So, yeah, we've tried a many, a, many a things to keep these doors open and get people to come downtown. And them towns coming along. This came a long way in 10 years yeah. when we first started there. Yeah, I remember when y'all just had the, before y'all remodeled it, Y'all just had some makeshift tables and stuff, and now y'all got the sectioned off. It's nice. It's nice. It's beautiful in there. Didn't you? Yeah, people uh, don't know that James and I built that ourselves. Yeah, I remember all that. And that. Yeah, James was we telling me that, we did all built that. Built ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the pride y'all got, talking man, about, in y'all business. Right. You talking about, talking about blood, sweat, and tears. We got it all in that spot. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a beautiful spot. Then all the paintings on the wall and stuff, man. It's a good, good environment. Thank you, my brother. Yeah, you know I'm always mess with you, man. You, 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 you gave me my little, my little confidence going into the Star Palace, man. Let me get on the stage and and do my thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like man, you embrace me, so man, I can do nothing but show you love. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> we got a we got a a new app as well. People can download. Listen to this podcast can download our app and spell cockies with a K. And it's on Google Play Store and the Apple. Yeah, I downloaded uh, it. So App Store. So y'all hear that? Y'all go to the Google Play Store or the Apple Store and get the Cockies app with a K. And you can download it and go order your food on there. Then you can pick it up. And I want to say about 15 minutes or less. They be having it done quick. That is correct. About 15 <laughs> minutes or less. <laughs> I, I put my order in a week ago, about two weeks ago. And I'm like, man, they say, oh. Be here in about 12, be ready in 12 minutes. I'm like, man, I had to hurry up and get down there. Exactly. And so, uh, yeah, you can do order online as well. That's another thing that uh, changed in the pandemic. We decided to invest in the app. Mm-hmm. And it's been working out pretty good. Yeah, cause especially with, has, the, with the downtown crowd. Yeah, so the people in the downtown area, when they were working downtown, a lot of people got sent home to work from home, yeah. but they needed their food at a certain time because mm-hmm. their lunch is about 30 minutes or less. So yeah. try to adhere to their needs as far as uh, efficiency of time. Yeah, that's how my wife is. She worked downtown and she got to, it got to be calculated when they eat lunch. If not, they just going to have to drink some water or something if they, they can't get no food. Right. Because <laughs> Yeah, that thirty minute window is is a big deal. So what else? What what else do do cockies got in store for us? Um, or what does Mike have planned for the future? Uh, cockies, we're looking to get in a food truck. I don't know when that's gonna happen, but that's our next move. Well, that's gonna be the best move right there. That's what's in right now. Yeah. Right. Um, we're gonna look into that, and we're probably gonna have start a. Uh, Sunday brunch soon. Okay. With the brunch menu on Sundays and get that going and see how that works. 
Yeah, um, we've never did a brunch before, but um, we dibbled and dabbled with some experiments and birthday parties. Okay, uh, doing brunch, and it turned out pretty well. I'll be so messing around trying to make it. I'm gonna be messing around throwing baby showers up in there pretty soon. And... We <laughs> <laughs> doing all type of things up in there once this pandemic hit. <laughs> right, trying to get this money yeah. still flowing. Yeah, because I know it's hard right now with this. It's so you got to use your creative minds to come up with different ways to to give the people what they want. Absolutely, but it ain't nothing that we can't handle. Yeah, what they say, God only gonna give you as, as much as you can handle. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. So after after it's all said and done, man, y'all y'all gonna end up on top. Absolutely, it's gonna be ten years this year, so that's a lot to be thankful for. Yes, yeah, that's, that's especially in this day and age. They say what the average restaurant don't last six months. Yeah, a lot. Of, well, it's, it's, well, this pandemic probably made that probably accelerate. Less than probably that. like a, right. It's probably just an idea now. It don't go past the idea stage. <laughs> right. Yeah, the pandemic uh, yeah. probably blew that stat out the water. But yeah, it's been. It's gonna be about ten years for us. Yeah, ten years in August. Still on top. Still on top. <laughs> yeah. Man, y'all got it though, y'all. Especially to be doing it for ten years downtown. Not just ten years, but ten years. In the same location. Yeah, and eventually after that food truck, we're gonna come up with a second location and figure out where we want to put it. But that's that's the that's the trajectory for now. Food truck then another location. Yeah. Yeah, because that's this location is definitely gonna be in the neighborhood, not downtown. It's gonna be in the neighborhood. Yeah, you gotta get it to where there's where a school district got or something. So right. People people buy their house and People like to drink uh, by where they live. Oh yeah, that's the new, so, new normal now. Nobody like to. They're trying to get dry eyes for everybody. Right. They say so, uh, that's the next move after we get the food truck. Um, but yeah, it's been it's definitely been a roller coaster ride these ten years. Ten years. Yep. Then y'all got. Uh, don't you guys have uh, merchandise too? Oh uh, yeah, we do have uh merchandise. Um we need to replenish our stock. Um we have our traditional cocky logo tees and sweatshirts. And then we had some uh some customary pieces like I had to do the right thing t shirt. Yeah, I see that in um, there. Um we had a, a shirt that uh sweatshirt that said cocky vibes only. Um yeah, so we had a different little designs in there that we sold that did pretty well that helped us uh, get over this little COVID hump. Yeah, um, it's still going on. Hopefully, hopefully by April, May, it'll start uh, lightening up and we can start getting back to normal, having some live bands. Yeah, I'm ready to get back to the live night. bands, man. I'm ready to, I'm ready to cut a rug. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I cut a rug in about it. A year. I'm ready to <laughs> Right. Me too. <laughs> yeah, but y'all got it, man. Y'all, y'all the blueprint. Well, thank you, brother. Yeah. Any advice for any up and coming entrepreneurs out there? Um, don't let anybody tell you no. And it's all about getting to yes. Somebody might tell you that this door is closed, but you need to figure out how you can open it. Yeah. 
Well, this, so it's all about getting to yes. Yeah, you're going to hear 100 no's before you hear one yes. Right. Yeah. So keep that in mind. And, and the only person that has to believe in your idea is you for it to work. Yeah, that's it. That's how so don't get discouraged if people are saying that ain't going to work. That's crazy. Yeah. Because I heard it all. And being 28 and saying you're opening a restaurant. That doesn't make any sense to anybody because nobody's seen it. Yeah, done, yeah, that's which I understand. But I was gonna get it done. Yeah, yeah. That's. It seems like now a lot of people take the safe way instead of betting on themselves. They take the safe, the safe bet. Right, and I've never been that person. I've always like, even when I was throwing parties, telling somebody I'm about to spend about five thousand dollars on a party, hoping that. X amount of people show up to make some money. Yeah. People like me, I'd rather keep my five thousand yeah. dollars. But when I tell them that five thousand turned into twenty thousand, they're like, "What the? Yeah, man, I told you. Yeah, that's what you call betting on yourself, right? We got to get more entrepreneurs so, like that just to bet on themselves, right? And uh, you got to be, you kind of almost got to be obsessive with your first, with your first project, yeah, because. Cause none of it, not, probably nothing's gonna go right at first. But you should, you learn. You make sure you when you make a mistake, you learn from it. Yeah, and not, not just take it to the chin. You gotta learn from it. If yeah. not, it's gonna be a long day. Yeah, that's what that's what I get. Like, uh, are are you familiar with the show Shark Tank? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I watch that all the time, man. They saying exactly the same stuff you saying. You gonna fail multiple times before you. Before one thing is successful, absolutely. And you gotta you gotta have the the, the heart and the and the and the, the know how to keep going and the willpower to keep going. Yeah, because it's gonna it's gonna beat you down. I've been I've been in some situations like man, I'm trying to get this podcast going and and uh get try to get my little merchandise out, but I'm 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 what's holding myself back because I'm like man, it's hard. It get it's, it weigh on you sometimes. It definitely weighs on you. I tell this to people all the time. Like you can get anxiety by thinking about all this stuff that isn't getting done. Yeah. Right. So even even for me now in this day and age in this state, it still happens to me. But I go back to basics and and start one, do one thing at a time. Yeah. Because if you look at your your to do list at, at a as a whole, you're like, damn, that's a lot of stuff to do. Yeah. And then you you look at it. Well, I'm gonna knock out this, 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 this. Let's say a, a week later, you're like, man, I only got two more things to do. Yeah. And like now, it doesn't seem as much. You just put your head down and keep going. Cause it, yeah, you got to be uh, just keep on moving. Cause if you look at it as a whole, sometimes it that prevents people from moving. Yeah. Like man, look at all this stuff. I'm like, I ain't gonna be able to get it done, so I quit. Yeah, that's that's how I was with my, go. with my podcast for about a good, <clears throat> a good uh, two months because I was doing school at the same time. So I kind of <clears throat> used that as an excuse why I wasn't doing my podcast. But then in the back of my mind, I said, man, I, uh, maybe people want to hear me or some, or it's people out there that they voice need to be heard and and. And I'm probably that person that can, can can put them out there. Exactly. And you have a fan base too. Yeah. I'm just trying to, man, 
trying to do something to where I can leave my kids something and be proud of and a legacy. There you go. Because yeah. we all getting older now, man, and it's it's all man, about your legacy. Getting younger. <laughs> it's all about your legacy right. now. What they gonna say about me when I'm in that ground? <laughs> right. But man. Yep. Anything else, Mike? Before we uh, before we end it. Uh, no, nah, man. I just appreciate uh, you the one of the interviews. Oh yeah, man. I've been, yeah, man. I appreciate it. it's a pleasure. I kind of look up to you, man. You doing your thing, and and I want to give people the new sand and give people their flowers while they still here. So, man, I'm gonna give you flowers while you still here, man. You you influenced my life a lot, and and made me want to do bigger and better things just by allowing me to express myself. At the club and stuff. That made me want to do bigger and better things. Well, I appreciate that, man. That's good hearing that, man. Yeah. It was just, it's just, that's my nature, man. To bring other other people up and share the ideas, yeah. man. Any, any shout outs before we go? Uh, shout out to James O'Donnell, man. He's my business partner. He's a, he's the other half of why Cockies is still open, man. We've been going through the, the ups and downs and the dirt together. Yeah, James. That's a good dude right <laughs> there, some, man. <laughs> yeah. We've been in some sticky situations, man. He's still here. Yeah. <laughs> man, but I appreciate you, man. And let the people know where they can get they, the best chicken wings in Fresno from. Uh, you can get the best chicken wings in Fresno from Cocky's Bar and Grill located in downtown Fresno on the Van Ness and Fresno Street. And shout out to my frat too, uh, Kappa Alpha Psi. They're the reasons I'm even in this position to even own cockies. So shout out to everybody that's a member of my fraternity. Uh, yo, yo. Yeah. Well, all right, Mike. You stay blessed, brother. Yes, sir. Appreciate the interview, brother. Are you welcome? Thank you. All right. All right. Stay in contact with Coach Skyers. You can follow me on Instagram at Coach Skyers on Instagram. My email address is CoachSkyers58 at gmail.com. And if anybody would like to make donations, you can make donations to my cash app, which is dollar sign Cove1985. That again is dollar sign C-O-V-E-1985. Thank you. Have a great day.